Amid the quarantine, I curated conversations ranging from mental health, personal growth, race relations, marriage, and church leadership. Of the 110 conversations, here's my top 15. This is the John Peacock Podcast. Welcome to season one. And so, Brian, uh, I think there's a lot of folks that at least feel moments of floundering, maybe even days of floundering, perhaps even weeks of floundering. Are you telling me it's possible to go from floundering to flourishing? Is that is this possible? Uh, ab- absolutely. So the the idea is right now, in many ways, because our whole rhythm is thrown, we're in survival mode. And a lot of us think, well, as long as we keep our normal self-care rhythms up, we should have energy. And somehow most of us are feeling energy sapped anyway. Hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm doing my workouts. I'm, you know, I'm reading my Bible, whatever it is that I'm, I might be doing, and I'm still drained. So we want to talk about some principles that will help us move from surviving to thriving right mm. now this is all under the authority of jesus mm. we're relying on him but one thing that we need to start out with is just owning that because all of these rhythms are switched up there is some normal energy sap mm. so just to put it in perspective and this is not hard numbers i'm just making some stuff up here but just to kind of give us an idea if we get 50% of our energy from the day uh, from our self-care practices, the reality is is that there are a bunch of hidden pockets of energy that we're used to encountering throughout the day, different social encounters and, huh. and other rhythms that we, we've taken for granted over the years. Running into someone uh, at the water cooler, you know, yeah. in the bathroom yeah. at work or whatever, right? And so, if all of those things account for, you know, add up to a significant amount of energy, then even if we're doing all of our self-care stuff, maybe we're running at 50%. Wow. That that's so hidden pockets. So like these little these little like uh energy boosts, little shots in the arm we never even realized. Right. That's that's I had thought about that. That's fascinating. Well, we we take for granted how significant hmm. our our uh, presence is for our energy. And so with that lack of presence, when the scripture says it's not good to be alone, there's there's a, a component of presence that is critical for our energy. And some of that we are limited in right now. And so we may drag a little bit. That doesn't mean that we can't thrive. Hmm. So I want to talk about uh, three primary components that I think will help all of us thrive a bit more in this season. And uh, the language that I'm going to use from this, I'm an eclectic therapist. I pull from a lot of different disciplines. Uh, These these three come from um, dialectical behavior therapy and acceptance commitment therapy, DBT and ACT. Um, Both are solid behavioral Mm. kinds of uh, approaches to therapy that are really helpful in um, 
struggles that are related to emotion, motivation, things like that. So, so let me jump in here. So principle number one is we need to be building mastery. Hmm. Okay. So building, building mastery means we need to be doing something intentional that is about growing, stretching, learning something new. Um, something like, um, oh, you know, I, I've always wanted to learn how to do a magic trick. Okay, well, yeah. why not now? Uh, I, I I play the French horn, but I I've, <laughs> haven't dusted it off in a while. Let me, let me sharpen up my chops. Um, right. I've always wanted to learn Swahili. Okay, well, why not now, right? Um, I don't know how to change your oil in my car. Mm. Uh, okay, well, get at that. Uh, I've always thought it would be cool to memorize an entire passage of scripture, an entire chapter, but I've never done it. Um, all of these things are aimed at stretching us, growing us. We're, we're accomplishing something that we would consider to be meaningful. And in the monotony of all of this, so interesting, yeah. meaning and purpose really helps break up the monotony. It's one thing to go through, okay, well, I got up, I ate my Wheaties, I did my workout, I checked my email, um, okay. Yeah, I did that yesterday. Hmm. I did that the day before. That's it, right? Hmm. It's another thing to, in, to to have to engage all of that monotony and still be moving toward meaning and purpose. At the end of the day, if you're able to say, hey, I, I've, I've engaged in meaning and purpose, makes a huge difference on the experience of the day. Hmm. Interestingly enough, I, I was reflecting back, um, Dr. Henry Cloud wrote a book called The Law of Happiness. Hmm. Uh, and um, basically research-backed um, evidences of what really contributes to our happiness. And circumstances, finances, all those things, those don't even make the list. Um, but, um, but things like how we're engaged in meaning, um, hmm. uh, social connection, um, generosity, those things do. So, so we want to be thinking less about what's the circumstance we're stuck in and how are we moving toward this meaning and purpose. So building mastery is, is that's number one. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple nights ago, it was uh, Dan Ruta's birthday. And so we had a little fire pit, me, Dan, Tommy, our friend, Neil, we sat around the fire pit. It was awesome. And one of the things we're talking about, Tommy is sharing how he's been taking these, they're like mastery classes. I think that's what they're called. Uh, I've seen the ads for them on Facebook. Yep. And so he took a Franklin uh, mastery class on barbecue. <laughs> so Franklin barbecue. And then he took one on negotiation by uh, this um, the guy that spoke at the GLS last year. Anyway, I was like, so that's, I mean, that's what we're talking about. I mean, sure. And, and I think Tommy would be the first to admit like, hey, I've had plenty of moments of the quarantine blues, but I'd also say that in a lot of ways he's, he's been doing, he's been in many ways thriving through this and all the while, Look at him. He's not even a therapist, and he's uh, he's doing some learning. So I I, I would just be curious right now in the comments if any of you guys yes yes Kim Chris Voss thank you for putting that in there hey if any of you guys have have learned something new in the shelter in place past nine weeks I just love for you to throw it in the comments if you've learned something if you learned something new yes Lynn Seward mastery classes yeah hey if there's anything that you've learned new throw those into the comment this is I don't know if we call it step one but at least point one of of how do we not just survive but thrive even in the midst of 
of quarantine. It's it's about it's about mastery. That's uh, that's point number one. What's point number two? What do we got? So so point number two is build positive experience. Hmm. And the idea here is you might say, well, yeah, I am. Um, I watch movies. I play video games. Um, you know, I, I do my normal stuff that I like. That's great. Uh, there's nothing nothing wrong with any of those. But that's low hanging fruit for you. That's mm-hmm. low hanging fruit for us. Uh, we need to really bring out our creativity in a season like this. Um, building positive experience means creating moments of novelty that really shake things up in the monotony. Mm. So uh, I'll throw out a few examples. Yeah. Um, sit down as a family and watch uh, Avengers Infinity War. And every time somebody says Thanos, you have to pause and have a pillow fight. <laughs> uh, um, get get a group of people together uh, and do do an do an online paper mache project because yeah. you probably haven't done paper mache in a long time. Um, watch old Bob Ross videos on YouTube. Oh, and try to, happy do trees! Do. Happy right? trees! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or do a Zoom painting party with your friends. Host a cooking class. Um, download an escape room app. Throw it up on your television and do that as a family. But. But what we're looking at is we're wanting to reach for the higher fruit on this one, not just, oh, well, I like this, so I'll do it because you've liked it and have been doing it for two months and you're tired of it. We need a little bit of novelty in there. I, I like uh, I like what Phil Morante <laughs> he said. I've learned I've learned that I'm pretty good at fourth grade art. That's, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. There, there is actually, there, as you mentioned that, there is uh, a YouTube channel, I think it's called the Kids Art Hub, or oh. something like that, Art Hub for Kids, um, that that will teach you how to draw different characters and things like that very slowly, mm-hmm. and um, another great place to go, sure. Man, so this is good. You know, I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm like the like the example of how to thrive in quarantine, but I feel like I have. Um, and as you said at the outset, I mean, this is all, we certainly give credit to to the work of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, obviously. But I'm telling you, man, some really, really helpful things, and I had no idea this was like something you would recommend, is cool. I've done a lot of cooking. And, you know, I'll FaceTime my oldest brother down in Atlanta and Tommy, because the three of us love to smoke meat. And we tried different different rubs on, you know, whether it's a pork shoulder or ribs. And then I've been cooking for neighbors. You know, it's one of the things that I've been doing and we, you know, we keep it all safe and all that good stuff. But there have been some, some and I, I would tell you, Brian, there have been some of the most positive connections with my neighbors ever, ever. I mean, truly, even in the midst of kind of what, what everyone's been going through and we social distance and, you know, so on and so forth. But yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. The impact now that I'm looking back on creating these positive experiences, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, one one example in in mine. That, that's great, John. That's awesome. Um, I don't know. Probably a month ago, um, you know, my wife and I are pretty consistent about date nights, and that's really important through this. Even though we can't really go anywhere, um, getting the kids to bed and setting up some time, the two of us. Um, and, uh, you know, so for me, it was, all right, I'm, I'm in a T-shirt and I'm in my, you know, Adidas sweats, but I got a tie on. Meet my, meet my wife at the door. <laughs> hey, 
come on, honey, we're headed downstairs. We're going to do our, we're going to do our date night and it's super goofy. Right. <laughs> but, but it, it's novel, right? Novel. It builds positive experience. It naturally bridges connection. Huh. So we're, we're just looking for little things. We, we've got to be really, really intentional in this season to build, build positive experience in various ways. And is, as you look, cause there's a million things that it could be, is novelty one of the like, okay, this could be it. Are there as a, as kind of a clue? Um, meaning I'm, I'm not sure if I, I yeah, as far as like, um, a positive experience could be watching Avengers, but what you're talking about, the novelty is hitting pause and. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so novelty, I mean, it depends on the season, right? I mean, you can build positive experience with things that aren't overly novel. They could just be something that you enjoy. Uh, but because of the specific nature of this season being so naturally monotonous, yes, yeah. novelty is a really helpful piece of the of the puzzle. Hmm. Man, dude, I'm thinking about so many things right now. This is awesome. So, hey, uh, pursue mastery, build positive yeah. experiences, and then we've got move toward a value. Oh, so so the the third one is about identifying something that it, that is important for you. In, in who you believe you need to be and how you need to be impacting the world. Um, maybe the value is faith, maybe it's family, maybe it's adventure, compassion, fitness, nutrition, whatever it might be, uh, but specifically invest yourself in moving toward that value. If it's compassion, uh, what, what are you doing? How are you getting creative to embody that value mm. while in quarantine? How are you reaching out to friends, being in, you know, being invested in, in their needs? Um, maybe you're making cards for the hospitals or something like that, right? If it's if it's adventure, what are you doing to uh, to find adventure um, with your maybe with your family? Maybe you're creating scavenger hunts all over the all over the city. Um, if it's um, if it's faith, um, what what are you doing to take advantage of the sacred pause yeah. to really reinvest in your hungry pursuit of Jesus. Hmm. So these three things combined, building mastery, build positive experience and move toward a value. If, if, you, if we were to embody these things, if we were to you know, engage each of these things, let's say in some small way every day or each of them a couple of times a week in some way, it would completely overhaul our experience of the monotony mm. and would take us from a place of, okay, you know, this, this really sucks and I, I'm sort of miserable in it to this sort of sucks and wow, mm. what a meaningful mm. and adventurous time where I'm really growing and, uh, and embracing life to the full. I'm, I'm pushing myself into flourishing. Hey, if you guys are just tuning in, here's what we're talking about today, how to battle uh, what many would say like the quarantine blues. And joining me on the show this morning is my friend Brian Silver. He's a Christian therapist and he's been talking about pursue mastery, build positive experiences, move toward a value. Dude, this is this is gold. I wish we would have done this like four weeks ago. <laughs> this is so oh. good. People are more drained now, so. That's know, true. Right? That's true. Man, 
This is really, really good stuff. Um, we got so, we got a couple more minutes, but anything you want to yeah. finish up with, man, this is great. Yeah. So one of the things that people might be saying is, okay, that's awesome. Love it. Don't have any energy or motivation to do it. Hmm. And uh, I, I would validate that. I think a lot of people are in that boat. And I would say, I think we need to redefine what motivation is because mm -hmm. you can be energy sapped and you can lack what we usually call motivation mm -hmm. and you still do these things. So we tend to think of motivation as emotional drive. Okay. Emotion, emotional drive. Yeah, there's a part of that in motivation, but really the, the heart of motivation is motion, is movement. So mo motivation is really more connected to the law of inertia. An object in motion stays in motion, an object at rest stays at rest, right? So if I don't feel like doing something, like say uh, Tuesday night, when I realized that I forgot to take out the garbage and I, you know, was already kind of in my PJs and um, there's nothing, if I wait around for emotional momentum to, to motivate me to get outside, that's not coming, right? But I can move. If I just stand up and start grabbing the garbage, you know what? 99% of the work is over. Once I have momentum, an object in motion stays in motion. Um, so we need to rely more on how our, our will and our actions can drag our emotions by the collar until they catch up with the idea. Okay. So similarly to the way that I, that I think John Ortberg, I believe has said something to the effect of, um, your will will eat your emotions for breakfast every day. Yeah. Right. Very similar concept. So, so sometimes we just have to move mm. and we think in moving we're too tired to move in fact when we move and our emotions catch up a little ways into the movement we actually find we've manufactured energy from it mm. um so so it's this idea of motion versus emotion in in some ways loosely here um, it's a little bit like what we hear about in james when it says faith without deeds mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I, I believe I'm fired up. Um, that's cool. You're fired up to help the poor. And somebody just came to you and asked you for something and you said, well, yeah, I really wish you well. Okay. Well, great. Um, well, I'm kind of tired. I had a long day. Um, you know, I feel like I've given a lot already today. Uh, I just don't have the motivation no we all have the motivation as long as we start moving so build mastery build positive experience move toward a value what's going to happen today or when you wake up in the morning is you're going to your emotions are going to say no i don't have the energy i'm too tired i'm not motivated you're going to have to commit before your emotions show up that morning, here's what I'm doing. So it's the night before or it's the hour before that you say, hey, okay, I know there's a pretty good chance that my emotions are going to step in when I go to do this and they're going to say, mm -mm. So, 
So, so if, if it's something that I do in the morning, then at night, what I need to do is I need to say, okay, here's the deal. I'm making a commitment to myself that no matter how I feel in the morning, here's what I'm doing. And I might wake up and feel emotionally motivated. Cool. Now I'm really excited because I'm charged up about what I decided I was going to do. And if I wake up and everything in me says to pull the covers back over my head, well, everything in me says to pull the covers over my head, and I already made the commitment that that's not what I'm doing. So I validate that I feel that way. And, and I, I get, get out of bed, bed and, and I, I get, get moving, moving toward that value, toward that positive experience, toward that building mastery. And wow. it totally changes the, uh, the experience of the circumstance that we're in. It, I, you've been on this show many times. I think this is, the, this is the most helpful content, maybe of any episode we've done for Live on the Aids. No kidding. Mm. Dude, this is mm. absolute gold. Hey, as you guys are watching in the com so many comments, if you guys would, let's share this. Let's get this out. Tag friends that, uh, which are all your friends <laughs> that have been battling uh, the quarantine blues. Let me just, one, one more question and then we'll be done. I'm very curious on this. So um, this you, you know me well enough to know this isn't me trying to say, hey, let's applaud John right now. But I've, I've been surprised by this. In this quarantine, you know, so there's been some things in place that now I'm like, I think this was the Lord at work in my life. Starting live on the eights maybe was more for me than anybody. Mm -hmm. It's got me out of bed at 6.30 or earlier every morning, Monday through Friday, because I got to get ready. It's just created some really good stuff. From an exercise standpoint and fitness standpoint, um, and I'm not saying this because I'm, I'm, I'm like amazing, but I've hit the best shape of my life since age 16. Mm. And this whole momentum thing is a fascinating concept. I've never heard of anyone talk about momentum the way that you're talking about it. Here's what I know about me, Brian, is, um, and I don't know if this is healthy or not, but um, I'm not very self I mean, I am self-motivated, but especially in an area like fitness, working out, I've struggled in that area for, for it, since I stopped playing college ball. <laughs> And I got a mentor in my life, Kelly Bird, and he has challenged me through this quarantine to, to exercise six days a week. And I don't want to let him down. There's this mm. healthy accountability thing. It's not a fear thing and it's not, it's, it's, not a, it's not weird, it's super healthy. But he's asking me and I got to commit, to, you know, I've made a commitment to him. And so I, I'm using this as an example, Brian, to just say, uh, at, for our listeners right now, maybe an action step when it comes to the motivation part, is there one person they can be accountable to? Is there one friend even right now that they could say, hey, watch live on the eights, uh, watch what Brian is saying, and what if together we are accountable for encouraging each other, making commitments, let's keep momentum going. Have you found that like having a person can in some ways really be a game changer to, to keep that you know, what's in motion stays in motion kind of thing. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, I'm drawn to, and I'm going to nerd out for a second here, but I'm, I'm drawn to this moment in the Lord of the Rings, um, the Fellowship of the Ring. If you guys know this, Frodo is the main character. He has to take this ring to destroy it. And he, he starts at the end of the first book to leave. He says, I have to do this alone. 
and his best friend Sam uh, sees him leaving, and he says, wait, 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 he's not, I have to do this alone. He says, of course you do, and I'm coming with you. And it's this idea that, yes, it's, it's his burden to bear, and, and bearing it alone, you know, as his, doesn't mean that he has to be alone in it. And so where accountability comes in, you know, we can't, we can't over-rely on other people to change our lives for us, right? We, 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 can, we can reach to God, and, and God can change us, but nobody else is going to change us. So we're partnering with God, saying, God, mold us, shape us, change us, and other people are coming alongside of us. And if we're using accountability correctly, this is what we were talking about in presence at the beginning. Right? right? We're, we're not wired to be alone in yes. presence. And, and so, so accountability, accountability is not, not only have I observed it to be helpful and do I, and I also recommend it often to my clients, but it is, it's not just a good idea, it is essential. Hmm. Dude. There was a number of folks that got very blessed with the Lord on the Rings uh, mention. Andy Cook he just he just got so so excited about it i just want you to know what's up andy you're you're not alone in your love for lord of the rings and this has been awesome brian thank you so much um i i'm i'm just i'm amazed at how helpful this content is so hey let's uh let's share this let's get the word out let's tag some friends and then uh tonight you and i pre-recorded an episode two days ago was it two days ago i don't even know all i I know is it's thursday morning right now and uh, so, you know, for our Sunday service at Mission, we're now like uh, going to be filming all of that on Thursday nights with our band. It's going to be, I'm really excited for this Sunday. We're launching watch parties, talk about moving towards val- a value. We'll talk more about that in the morning uh, with Tommy and Dan. But tonight, tonight on the show, you and I talked about codependency and other dependent uh, kind of behaviors and the whole attachment deal so anyway uh just encouraging you guys to stay tuned for tonight at 8 p.m uh if you guys would let's give a shout out to to our friend brian silver and man i think you are showing like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people why you and i've been saying and i've been saying for a long time like christian therapy is so so Mm -hmm. so helpful and um thank you for today man what a gift Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. For more content or to watch this episode, visit johnpeacock.com. Until next time, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping.